Welcome to the Dermastore Podcast. A chat about all things skincare, skin health. And if you're a real skin nerd, we, we hope, hope you'll, you'll join the conversation. conversation. Welcome to the 15th episode of the Dermastore Podcast. Hey, Lara, how are you going? Um, today's been great. It's been a very busy start to the morning. We have uh, Dermastores hustling and bustling. There's here. a lot of people running around this Goodness place. Goodness me, it's been great. It's good energy. Yeah. Um, and it tops off the week. It's been a very busy week. Uh, we've yeah. been busy with a few brand campaigns. And, and a uh, late night last night at an event. Yeah, that was really great. To meet Dr. Yeah. Maria Vitale was amazing. Awesome. What did you use this morning? In the theme of today, <laughs> I used CeraVe Cream to Foam. I had, yeah, I just felt like I needed a, a foaming cleanser, but something that was still going to nourish and repair my skin. I must say my skin is really dry now in winter. And then I used my gift that I got from the event last night. Like, we got the Endocare Edofence Vitamin C Serum. Uh, nice. I just am obsessed with the texture of that vitamin mm-hmm. C. And um, then, as I said, my skin is feeling quite dry. So I used the Lamel um, Serra Restore okay. Moisturizer. And to finish off, because that's really a nourishing moisturizer, I just wanted a bit of a lightweight sunscreen. So I used the Color Science glow brush I'm you sure. like color science <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's really really good it's like me and Marty Derm it's you're good. on color science yes well I need the makeup and coverage I so. suppose yeah and uh, what was your routine this morning I used glycolic renewal cleanser from SkinCeuticals great one actually very interestingly I'm using that and the Kiehl's ultra facial cleanser texture wise they're exactly the same weirdly like a glycerin kind of they look exactly the same but obviously completely different formulations I've been using that for the last week and it's great I must say I've forgotten how good that cleanser was and then I used Silamarin CF after that antioxidant and then I used PH Formula's new Post Plus Recovery Cream, which Very is cool. a new release from PH Formula. We'll be launching it shortly. It's just a bump up on the previous one. Okay, well, winter has officially arrived. And as we know, in winter, our skins start to change. And we notice that our skins start to get drier. Why is that? Well, Simply because the air, specifically in more northern parts of South Africa, the air begins to dry out. And what happens is transepidermal water loss. And this is something, Dr. Webster, welcome to the studio again. I don't think a lot of people understand what the concept of transepidermal water loss is. Can you give us a brief explanation on what it is? So basically, your top layer of your skin, your stratum corneum, there's a, a fatty layer there that keeps the water in your skin in your skin. And if you've got a genetic condition like ichthyosis vulgaris or you've disrupted your epidermal barrier, then the water goes from inside the skin to outside the skin. But it's also dependent on environmental factors. So if the air is drier, then you're going to get more loss of water from your skin into your environment. So would you say that during winter period you see a lot more eczema conditions come into your practice definitely especially in the high felt uh, where obviously it's that lower temperature the humidity drops considerably down near the coast where we are in the Somerset West Stellenbosch area it's less but still you've also got heaters fires Mm -hmm. and that dries out the air 
<laughs> so we recently attended a cosmeceutical boot camp in Cape Town and there was a presentation that showed a growing body of evidence that suggests a many dermatological conditions are associated with a disrupted skin barrier or decreased levels of ceramides in the skin. Do you agree with that? Is that something we're seeing more of? Definitely. So I think we've always associated dry skin more with eczema, psoriasis, etc. and a disturbed barrier function. But now we know it's with virtually every skin condition, from acne to rosacea, virtually every skin condition, we need to preserve that barrier function. That's very important. And acne especially stood out because an acne patient is trying to limit the amount of greasiness or hydration. They don't want to put anything on their skin because they're so worried about clogging pores and that sort of thing. They are the ones that actually need the layers of hydration within their skin. And I think it just goes to that education of you're not putting oil onto your skin, you're restoring lipids. It's a completely different component within the skin. Lipids and water into the skin, not oil. Exactly. So I think especially people with acne-prone skin tend to want to sort of scrub away the acne. Mm. So they tend to use too harsh of products. And as a result of that sort of excess cleansing, or they, they cause an irritant contact dermatitis. And then they can't tolerate the active ingredients that they actually need. The treatment the products. Treat, the treatment products. Mm. So I think that's a thing I see in my practice. So by stripping the barrier, we're contributing because acne is an inflammatory skin disease. And by having an impaired barrier, you're just exacerbating that condition. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And then other skin conditions. So you mentioned uh, eczema. What else would fall into So, so definitely atopic eczema. Quite a few patients with atopic eczema suffer from what we call ichthyosis vulgaris, where it is a genetically dry skin. You've got a deficiency of filaggrin. So your skin is dry from birth. And as a result of that deficient epidermal barrier, you've got this dry skin. And then the dry skin can lead onto eczema. And one of the other topics that was brought up, which we also just think aging, oh, well, because I turned 60, I'm aging. But actually, dry skin contributes to aging. So that's a major part of my practice is skin cancer. I see it in my patients with sun-damaged skin. They've got a dry skin as well because the, the, the skin has been damaged from many years of sun exposure. So such a strong topic, eh, Greg? There's a lot going on here. Well, I think it, the important thing is just to go back to the fundamentals of what the stratum corneum is predominantly made up of. So this is the barrier that keeps the good stuff in and the bad stuff out. We know it is made up of 50% ceramides. It's made up with 25% of cholesterol and between 20 and 10% of fatty acids. So that's like the optimum ratio when it comes to what the stratum corneum is made up of. There are very clever brands developing products that almost mimic what the cutaneous barrier is made up of. Brands like CeraVe. We've got a few other brands on Dermastore like SkinCeuticals who have creams specifically in this ratio. Brands like CeraVe are sort of ahead of the game in this, formulating with three different types of ceramides, one, three, and six. So the MVE technology of CeraVe. I think this is one of the key things that really separates this brand because you can have these wonderful ingredients, but if you can't deliver them into the skin, how is it going to work? I was actually brainstorming with the therapist this morning on their feedback um, on how moisturizers feel in the skin and then also what is the effect or efficacy for longer term because sometimes moisturizers just have that immediate feeling yes. of nourishment and then it and goes hydrate. away correct 
Yeah. And so uh, with CeraVe, particularly the moisturizing lotion, it's a lightweight lotion, but it applies like velvet. So the MVE technology has two benefits to it. It has an instant release, so that immediate hydration within the skin, but then it also prolongs the release of the hydration and ceramides into the skin for up to 24 hours. So you're constantly keeping that barrier healthy and intact. You can't expect people, we test products all the time. I often test moisturizers or cream and your skin feels great post-application. But give it an hour, two hours, it's gone away. Your skin is back to being dry. Mm. And those are very superficial hydrators. And it's not practical to ask people to apply their moisturizer seven times a day. In fact, there's one Japanese brand that I've tested and that's exactly how they sell more products. It's not practical. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So CeraVe, for example, if you apply the moisturizer in the morning, by afternoon, you can still feel your skin is protected and that is the slow release mve technology Mm. that is delivering those ingredients over an extended period it's a very sophisticated mechanism and what i love so much about this particular range is that the ceramides so we would typically find them in a moisturizer or a lotion Mm -hmm. but it is even in their cleansers you're always replenishing the skin barrier So thinking about a baseline routine, CeraVe started out as a solution for dry skin, repairing the skin barrier, reducing transepidermal water loss. So they started with their moisturizers and then they moved into cleansers. And now, interestingly, they're sort of expanding into other skin conditions. As we previously mentioned, it all starts with a strong skin barrier. What is cool about CeraVe is that it's building these foundational blocks so that your skin can even go onto using better actives. Mm. If your skin barrier is intact, you can use higher percentages of vitamin C. The retinization process will be a lot smoother. You won't get that flakiness. Your overall skin health ability to treat certain skin concerns is going to improve. Some of the other channels they're sort of focusing in on now is the keratosis pilaris. So do you want to chat about some of the ingredients in SA Smoothing? Yeah, so SA Smoothing Cream, it's got it's got the ceramides, it's got urea, it's got salicylic acid. You know, so keratosis pilaris is an extremely common condition. I think about 5 to 10% of the population suffer from it. Unfortunately, there's no cure you often get this sort of uh, red bumpiness on the upper arms. It can also occur on other parts of the body. But I think this is a great cream for that. This and I, I really like it. I actually do personally use it because it's super effective, mm. but it's non-stripping. Yeah. So it's just amazing how it works on the skin. And then they've got the SA Smoothing Cleanser with the SA Smoothing Cream yes, yes. in two different formats. The combination yes. works very well. Yeah. Unbelievable. Very, very cool. So this SA Smoothing Cleanser has also got the ceramide, salicylic acid, hyaluronic acid, and also niacinamide. So you can use it for keratosis pilaris, but you could also use it for acne. Yes, you have said to us that we can recommend it for acne patients. Um, What are some of the highlight products for you, Greg? I really like just the normal facial moisturizing lotion. I think for a guy that the SPF 25 is quite nice. I'd still use another sunscreen over that, but maybe in winter you could get away with the SPF 25. It's just an everyday lightweight lotion. I think all the husbands of Derma still use that as their yeah, moisturizer. Okay. <laughs> and then just the body lotion. I'm not huge into like rich creams. I like a pump uh, and the big size obviously goes a long way. So that's definitely in my bathroom. And I've got to just remember to do it consistently. But then you see 
results um, long term. The other product that I really like personally out of the CeraVe range is the cream to foam cleanser. That's one of my favorites. It's a hybrid product, very gentle, but extremely effective. And again, you know, it's carrying that philosophy of protect the skin barrier, but you know, at the end of the day, we still need to clean our skin. So that's a hero product for me as well. All of the products are something that we've always said talks to our termed slogan of skin sponding yes. is these are staples in your routine yeah. and you know luckily they are an affordable tangible product that is accessible for us to include in our morning and evening routines as and when the skin needs this nourishment and hydration and barrier restoration like you use glycolic cleanser this morning because you know you needed that renewal yeah. sloughing off fresh looking skin this morning but that's not a cleanser you can use every single day nope. okay so cream to foam cleanser is then your slot in i absolutely love the foaming cleanser and i also like recommending it for young acne patients because they do want to strip their skin i'm fooling them into thinking that they are stripping their skin because it's a really beautifully foaming cleanser but, but i not. know it's not stripping because of the ceramide inclusion so yeah there's lots of products here that we can really comfortably and safely recommend to a lot of patients We recommend this range all the time on Dermastore. It's a safe, easy bet, an easy one to sell, an easy one to love. So just all in all, a fantastic brand that, again, you know, it starts with working with dermatologists. And CeraVe was started, founded by a guy who consulted very closely with dermatologists to bring this brand to market. And it's no wonder it's done so well. And I think Dr. Webster have a lot of peace if uh, um, all of his patients had intact barriers. Exactly. Now, I think that is the key to trying to prevent adverse reactions. So often when we get a patient that has an adverse reaction, it's not usually the product they're using, it's the cleanser that they've been using. They're using the wrong cleanser. Mm. So they're starting off with an impaired barrier function mm. And then they put a retinol on top of it. And just goes south. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Rosacea was such a big topic on Saturday at the Cosmeceutical Boot Camp. And the common denominator kept popping up. Avoid the aggressors. Avoid yes. the triggers. And most of those triggers were an impaired skin barrier. Exactly. Um, so, you know, we've got lots of skins to start repairing and rebuilding. And I think another thing is um, if you've got a dry skin, you've often got to apply quite a large amount of moisturizing cream. And large surface area. Over large surface area. So that is the CeraVe. It's good value for your money, but it comes in a tub, which maybe has some few drawbacks, but there's a large volume of cream because you need a volume of cream that is affordable. That you can be consistent with. with yeah, yeah, exactly patient compliance well i think that's about it for today thank you so much to dr webster and laura for joining us once again we hope this information helps you but uh, take care and we'll catch you next time don't forget to subscribe if you're keen to learn more about what we have to say we would also really love your thoughts ideas and any questions you have for future episodes you can email us on pod at dermastore.co.za.